0: Hi everyone, I'm back with some ghost stories and today I'm going to share just some experiences that I had in Ireland. I started going to Ireland in 2013 and since then I've been going quite a bit over the years. So it's a very magical place and there's a lot of great folk Tales and just different experiences, but it is magical. Um, for some of you that have been there, I just really, really enjoy Ireland. Um, I was curious about, you know, things that, you know, people talked about with the leprechauns and fairies. And, you know, I've never, I have to be honest, I've never really seen a real leprechaun. Um, that was something I didn't experience there. Fairies, I believe, are are real on um, some sense of energy, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to tell you a few of my experiences. I have quite a few, so I'm not going to draw it out too much today. But um, and then I'm going to explain some things again. As you know, because I get a lot of questions when I tell ghost stories, and people want to know different things and how it works, and you know, so I may be repeating myself a little bit, but I'm going to do the best I can to just share with you some of these experiences. So basically, the first one I'm going to talk about is um, it's a ghost that was present in the apartment that I was staying at. Now again normally I know I've said this before I'm I've worked my way up to not being able to just see ghosts everywhere. I've learned to control my abilities so it's not just random all the time and you know everywhere I turn I mean I I do believe there are ghosts at, in a lot of different places but unless I really take the time to sense and see what's in the room yeah a lot of times you can feel the energy if it's heavy or you know a smell things like that and it's like yeah it's obvious there's a spirit here but a lot of times I just did enjoy myself I went to a lot of castles uh, I did a lot of tours just a lot of different amazing amazing experiences and I met a lot of amazing people and made a lot of friends in Ireland. So, all right. Basically, this is: I was in an apartment that had an upstairs, and I had been in this apartment quite a bit. Um, my son actually goes to university over in Ireland, so I was at his apartment, and I was in the kitchen doing some dishes. And when the back of the to the back of me was the stairway. And so I was facing out, looking out a window, and I just kind of got this feeling like somebody was staring at me. And when I turned, I thought it was my son standing there at first by the end of the you know, bottom of the stairs. And I turned back around and realized, oh, he's in school. That's not him. So when I turned back, I looked, and there was an old man standing there. Now, the look that he was giving me, again, um people've asked me this. Yes, he I could sketch him. He was that clear standing there just giving me a straight on stare, which doesn't scare me anymore, but sometimes it makes me question like how he even presented himself to me because I do keep that on a very tight not being able to see them. You know, I've worked so hard to I don't want to say ignore it, but yes, I guess in some ways ignore it. So he able he was able to present himself to me, and I do believe that spirits use a lot of energy. They use energy to do the lights on and off, or they'll use energy to show themselves. Um, again, it wasn't in the middle of the night, or it was it was during the day. And he was standing there, but he wasn't saying anything to me, which again made me question: like, oh, is he good? Is he bad? Is he, you know, I have to look deeper into this. So I have a friend that I called her, and and she's not wasn't too far from the apartment, and she pretty much knows everybody in town. So I was explaining to her, you know, that I saw him, and this had been right after I had given a ghost tour. So I thought maybe they got, you know, hitched a ride with me back to the apartment, which again, normally doesn't happen. So I was, you know, trying to figure it out because sometimes with this stuff, it's not just cut and dry. You know, I have to ask guidance or figure out why this is happening. So I basically called her, described the man, and she said that she knew the great granddaughter still lived around the corner and that she would go visit her and see if she could get some information um, because they, she knew that a man owned the building, but he was, you know, no longer alive. So she went on that little journey to get me the information. And meanwhile, I'm just watching the spirit stare at me, kind of ignoring it. I mean, it is, I won't lie, it's a little creepy. You know, you're trying to sit there and when you see things like I do it doesn't go away. You know, he he wasn't going away. He was just standing there. So I, and he wasn't talking to me, so I I really didn't know what to do about that. So when she came back, um, she did tell me that, and she brought a picture, and sure enough, it was exactly the man standing there because I described him to her, and she's also an artist. So um, I was like, yep, that's him. And she said that he used to own the building, and back in the day, like, he first built the dwelling to allow homeless people to stay there and take, take some homeless people off the street. And she gave me his background. And then as she was talking, all of a sudden the spirit smiled. So it was definitely him. I wasn't sure, you know, because I kept asking, well, why are you appearing to me? Again, normally they only appear to me for a very specific reason, Um, not just to appear to me. So I was trying to figure that out. And I may have talked about this in one of my other videos, but you know, it's your space. And when it's your space, you can ask the spirits to leave and they have to leave. Now, because this man owned the property, you know, he was able to come back because of the energy, again, all about energy. And he basically told me after we figured out exactly who he was and his name and everything, he basically said he was just checking in and to put some protection around the space. And I I said, well, okay, you're a spirit. How can you do that? Like, can the spirits actually protect the space that you're staying in or living in? And so this was, again, when I go into... talking to guidance and asking, and I know it sounds a little crazy, but when you get proof like that, and again, I, my friend wasn't seeing the spirit, but I described the spirit. She sketched the spirit. Then she went to the house, got a picture and she was like, this is it. So yeah, you know, is it, we can't prove it, but again, I completely believe in what I'm seeing. So for me, it was like, yeah, it's, I believe it's him, and I guess I usually say it's just play along or play the game kind of in a way because if he is really there to help with some protection because I had been doing ghost tours and I usually will put my own protection up and, you know, be protected in my space. So basically bottom line is I can't say this is a really scary story, um, but he definitely... You know, the way he was staring at me made me question things. But he did say that he he was there because it was his space, and he came back, and they can come through the veil, and he wanted to protect the space for us. So I, I allowed it, and sometimes you have to give permission to the spirits to, you know, it's kind of, I believe, a universal law, I call it, So that was one ghost story. And then after that, um, because you might be questioning, did he just go away? Yes, he went away. I didn't see him again. That was the one and only time I saw him and then he disappeared. So that was one. Um, Another one was now on my ghost tour. So I had done a ghost tour in Ireland in 2019. I created a tour with a tour guide. So we had our own route, and I did that tour in Ireland. And then also, we also did a, there was a uh, love festival not too long ago. I was in Ireland, and the spirits, the whole festival was based on these two spirits and their love story. So again, my friend that knew everybody and she was organizing the festival asked me if I would do a ghost tour um, for the festival. And I said, sure. So when I get asked to do that or even my own ghost tour, I usually will go and map it out. And what I mean by that is I don't really let anyone tell me any stories just yet I don't look up the history of anything. I just kind of walk around town and get a sense of if there's a spirit in the building or in a pub or in a walkway and see what I can see. Then I have a friend go and look the history up or if she knows the history because she's from there, she'll tell me. So that's how I kind of map my own tours out. And so I was doing this on the, the first one that I did and we were walking through the stone alleyway, and I did see an old woman with kind of a crocheted scarf around her. She was just walking through the hall, the alleyway, and then she looked at me and smiled. And then she started speaking to me in a language I didn't understand. And my friend described her as, you know, one of the older Older women back in the day that um, I can't remember the name that she called her. Because when I'm doing this, too, it's, it's really hard for me to remember things because a lot of this, when I open this up, it just goes away in a way. Um, so I'll channel the spirit, talk to the spirit, and then we move on. So basically there was the old woman in the, uh, in the alleyway or in the walkway, and there was another woman we went into a pub that she knew the people, and I went upstairs, and there was this woman up there looking at me, and I asked her her name, and we were talking, so I don't usually do names, but sometimes, if it's a situation like this, so I can tell my friend it's so and so she's like, yeah, she used to own the 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 pub." And she would tell, so I sat with the spirit, <clears throat> and she told me that her pub was like the gathering place for the community. There was a lot, of, a lot of fun, a lot of, you know, and you would think that in Ireland. I mean, there's a pub on every other corner, which is amazing. Um, but she really was the community gathering pub, and my friend verified that. So, so I talked to her for a little bit, and then, like I said, I talked to the old woman in the alleyway. And then we also went down to the river, and there was an area where I saw this spirit. She was crying and standing at the edge of the water just crying. And I went up to her, and I sat down and and asked her why she was crying, and she said she was waiting for her husband. He went to see and she couldn't find him. And so, again, my curiosity was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. You know, what does this mean? Like, did she not cross over? Why, you know, she's gone, he's gone, why can't they see each other? And there is a whole thing around that, and I have to get into that another time where, you know, sometimes on the other side, you... um you you do connect with your loved ones but as for her and her energy and her spirit she kind of she wasn't stuck there but she kept choosing choosing to go back to that that location like after she had crossed over so she didn't really find him and so this is where I kind of come in, and I know again it sounds really weird. Um, believe it or not, it's up to you. You don't have to believe in it, but it's it's basically I called on her husband. So when I when I do channel spirits on the other side to talk to loved ones, I, I, I just call on them or and I do a whole thing around it <clears throat> to bring them bring them in. So what I did is I did that and I saw him. And saw her. And so they were, I guess you could say, reunited. So the reason why I'm telling you these things also is to explain even more depth of what I do on my ghost tours. Because now the spirits, especially if I help them, they are more willing to participate with the group. So this was an area on the tour where I would bring the group and the two spirits would appear and walk around the crowd <clears throat> and kind of give an example of love or relationship if, if you know the people in the group were willing. So I did have, um, I have a few stories of that because the couple went up to this woman and did say to them that she was going to find love and be married within the year. And it did happen. So there are a few of these stories that did confirm later. Cause I usually ask people like if if it comes to <clears throat> sorry, if it comes to the proof of it, can you please email me or let me know? So that one did happen. Another one, um They went next to this woman and this was kind of sad. They kind of put their head down. They were a little sad, and they said that she's she's feeling very very depressed and and has gone through an emotion, really strong emotion with with love, and that could be very generic. But they also said that she's been hurting for a few months. So the woman was kind enough to tell us yes that she was um, going through a divorce, and it was really hard for her. So there are a few other stories. Like they would go to each one of the group, depending on how big the group was, and just you know, even go up to a couple and, and say that they were together and they were in love because, you know, some people do that. They, they will step, like kind of step, separate (coughs) to see what will happen. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I mean the, the ghosts will come through, stand there. Again, I describe to the people what the ghosts look like. I describe, you know, what I've done for the ghosts and also, you know, as they would come around each person in the group would i mean the majority of the time the people would say, "Yeah, I felt something," or um I can feel them standing there, so it's not so much scary in some of the in this part I mean a lot of times when I did the the tours in Ireland, I did notice a lot of people are open I mean yeah, there was tourists on the group, but um it's very open there. I can't explain that. I just feel like they're very open to spirits and intuitives and psychics. Um, so the the spirits would go through each one and, and give a little description of maybe how long they've been together or things like that. Because sometimes, you know, someone did ask me, well, how do you know it's not you getting the psychic messages or sensing because you're psychic versus the spirits giving you the information. And to answer that question, I told this person that I can literally see the spirit and the spirit is literally talking to me, moving its mouth and talking to me like you would be. So there, that's how I know the difference in if it's a psychic read versus the spirit talking to me. So that was... That was one of the areas that was really um, where the spirits would come around quite a bit and touch the people and, you know, give little information. Not every stop was like that. The stops could be different and tell the spirit story. um, And if the spirit was still there or if the spirit was, you know, just appeared because I could see them. So different things like that. So um, as far as the story goes with the one I just did for the Love Festival, the recent one with the Love Festival. Now, again, I don't like to know any information. All the information that I did receive from my friend was that it was a couple and they were going to do a history tour right before the ghost tour. So I was kind of on my own with this one. So it was just specifically, usually I'll have the history part. Sorry, I had to pause for a minute there. Usually I'll have um, the tour guide with me that's doing the history, and then I'm explaining the ghost part. So this one, I was pretty much on my own. So I did um, know that the group, the majority of the group, was going to the history tour first, then coming to my tour. So like I said, when I got to Ireland, I did take a few days to kind of um, map it out, find where the spirit was, or basically, well, I didn't find where the spirit was, sorry. My friend took me to the house where she lived. So the woman that was based around the festival and the love story around it. So we went to the house. I did see the woman standing there inside the house and she did speak to me and tell me her story. And again, I didn't know any of it. You know, um, she, She basically told me everything about when she was alive and with what her husband did and he was a writer and would send her money and and she really did love him but she had another love that was her true love and then she told me that whole story and my friend did verify that. She's like, yeah, you're right. So that was pretty much I spoke with her and then when I did the tour, she came... Forth again and told us more of the story. So she collaborated on what history already knew, but also gave us some new information that was based around her life. And, you know, also expressed to us that the energy of the, the festival brought her energy more to her familiar area, which was her home. So she, spirits can do that. They go into the familiar of the energy of where they used to live or like people say with objects, that is true. Uh, They can be drawn to that energy. So she explained to us, she didn't really go around the group, but again, she just told us more, more gripping parts of her life and her story and how she lived around town. So it was really fascinating. So when I've done the the tours in Ireland, I don't feel like any of them really had any spooky components to it. It was just pretty fascinating. As where Charleston had a couple spooky components to it, as I've already expressed in some of them, some of the ghost stories. So that's it for now. I'm just going to leave you with that with Ireland. Just a few little tidbits there, and um, I will be back. I'm not sure what my next podcast is going to be about. I'm trying to get these in a little bit quicker for you guys, but I hope you enjoyed listening. Bye for now.